welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Emmanuel, and we are going to have a very good fellowship with you. I'm sharing on the subject, the practice of self-denial. The practice of self-denial. We are in Easter, and Easter is a whole message of sacrifice, of selflessness, and of self-denial. Jesus came down to die for us. He came to lose his life so that we can gain life. He came to be poor so that we can be rich. He came to suffer shame and pain and disgrace so that we will enjoy a full package of grace. And that can only that could only happen because he denied himself of the greatest comfort he could have had in heaven. So today we're going to look at the subject of self-denial. Take your Bible, take your notebook, get your family, connect it to the TV. It's a morning devotion. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 12. The Bible said that, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. All things are lawful unto me. I can choose to do whatever I want. I can choose to go whatever I, wherever I want to go. I can choose to take whatever decision I want to take. And nobody has the right to stop me. But the Bible continues to say that all things are not expedient. Maybe the expedient is, is too big for you. It means all things are not profitable. Give me another version to make it softer for someone. He said, just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. Wow. What a version. That's the message version. He said, just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. So you want to marry, you must know whether it's spiritually appropriate. Not just that you are up to age. You want to take a decision, you must just know that you, you have to take a decision that is profitable, not just because you have the right to take the decision. You, you, you want to travel, you want to, you want to prosper. Yes, you have the right to prosper. So You have to make a, 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 a good use of your life. Nobody is arguing about that. But the decisions you are taking is it bringing forth spiritual satisfaction. 
Is it bringing forth spiritual satisfaction? That is the question you need to be looking at. That is the question you need to be looking at. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. Kora pakata kasaya. He said, looking at it one way, you could say anything goes because of God's immense generosity and grace. We don't have to dissect and scrutinize every action to see if it will pass master. That's what people say. But the point is not to just get by. Give me the GNT version quickly. We are allowed to do anything, so they say. That is true, but not everything is good. We are allowed to do anything, but not everything is helpful. So self-denial is, it, it goes beyond what I want to do and be happy. But what I must do to please God. So that is self-denial. Self-denial is not what I must do to be happy, but what I must do to please God. What we must do to please God. What we must do to bring spiritual satisfaction. There are many kinds of satisfaction. And we can get it when we become selfish and when we want to do what we want to do. But the other day I told you that if you want to be fruitful in the will of God and according to the purposes and the plans of God, you cannot do whatever you like. Jesus could not do whatever he liked. <laughs> because by, by, if, it was only, if it was only with him at a point, he was bargaining with God to enforce his will. Three times. When he got to a certain point and he realized that the true desire of God must be established, then he said, not my will, but yours. So having the willpower concerning a subject doesn't mean that God is leading you. You need to scrutinize. We need to make scrutinization, if there's a word like that, we need to analyze, evaluate, and examine our decisions. There are some moves that when you make, you shut down destiny. There are some marital decisions. My sister, you may be watching me. You might have closed down a lot of relationships and it looks like you are too picky, you are too choicy. But hey, it is for your own good. Because there are some moves in some marriages that people have made that shut down their joy. Some people have regretted forever from day one, from the day they married. Self-denial means going without things you would like to have and can have to enable us engage in service for Christ and to live for his own purpose and glory. You can never, 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 never live to the glory of God and for the purposes of God if you don't learn and master the act of self-denial. The act of self-denial. The act of self-denial. Self-denial is our readiness to forego 
or to let go certain things which are pleasing in our own sight. When Eve looked at the fruit, it was pleasing, sumptuous, and appealing to her eyes. At that point, if she had exercised self-denial, I like it, but God doesn't like it. I prefer it, but God doesn't prefer it. I want to choose it, but God has not chosen it. If Eve had exercised that self-denial, remember Jesus in the wilderness and in the desert when he went to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. The devil visited him. Your strongest weapon against the temptations of the enemy is self-denial. Your strongest weapon. Your strongest weapon against the temptations. Because the temptations of the enemy are sumptuous. They can be very appealing and appetizing, salivating scenes. <laughs> the only weapon that can work for you in a trickle of an eye to triumph a temptation is the power of self-denial. Walking in self-denial is a mark of maturity in Christ. Somebody can provoke you, you want to insult the person? By self-denial. Somebody can hurt you, you want to pay him back? By self-denial will let you exhibit the characteristics of Christ. You can't be disappointed with someone. Someone might betray you. But self-denial will hold on, will hold you back from revenge. Walking in self-denial is a mark that a man who chooses Christ has yielded himself to the will of Christ. You can be in church and not believe in the will of Christ. You, are live, you, you can be in church and be living a life outside the will of God. You can be a Christian and never execute the will and agenda of Christ. If you will walk closer to Jesus... If we will walk closer to God, we need to master the act of self-denial. Sometimes because of self-denial that you lose your miracle because you couldn't fast. Your stomach was singing reggae to you. Just at the point that the fasting is getting deeper, your stomach begins to minister. Agbajad, adowa, and you are like... It will not be me kill Jesus. It will not be me kill Jesus. <laughs> it will not be me kill Jesus. It will go chop. But self-denial is the mark you need to focus in life. Because there will be very, very appealing options. Options and many voices. But you must act. You must master what? The act of self-denial. 
Why do we need self-denial as believers sometimes? Oh, pastor, but Christ has died for us, the grace of God. Tetelesta, it is finished. It is not just an English word. (laughs) He's saying, Father, the assignment you gave to me, it is finished. I've paid the price for the sins and the redemption of mankind. I've paid the price. So if, he had, if, it is, if the word is just, it is finished, in the literal word, then the Bible will not say that except a man is born again, he cannot enter. The, king, the kingdom of God has been made accessible now by the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. So there is that ability of man to enter that kingdom. But the Bible said, except a man is born again. So there is a condition for a man to be able to enter that kingdom. So why do we need self-denial? Let me run through it in 20, 15 minutes and we should be done. Number one, there are very critical points we got to understand. Number one, self-denial is required for faithful service in the kingdom of God. Yes, if we have to serve God faithfully, as children of God, we need to walk in the act of self-denial. Else we won't have anybody working in church because the church is not a high-earning high and high-paying institution. Yeah, there are many pastors who died poor, and there are many pastors who would die poor. It doesn't mean they were not fruitful or they were not successful. Because the church is not a business. It's not an enterprise. It's not a, a profit-making agency. So if you are going to work for God, because God's payday can always vary. There are some people whom God will pay on earth. And there are some people who will never see earthly rewards. Yes. They will, you, if you are going to measure God's faithfulness by the things, mobile phone, cars, lands, houses, by the things you possess to determine God's position in your life, then you will mark God down. Yes, we will mark him down because we are always looking at Things that we possess. I needed to go to the university. I didn't get it. I really needed to read this course. I didn't get it. I needed to buy a land last year. I've not got. I got to marry five years ago. Up to now, I'm not married. I am still praying. I'm still a Christian. I still go to church. I still pay my tithe. Why is God delayed? So if you're going to measure what you have to determine who God is to you, you're going to mark him down. You need the act of self-denial to continue faithfully working and serving God. Can I hear a big amen? Amen. Self-denial is necessary for the work of Christ to go on and for the glory of the Almighty to be revealed within the church. Self-denial is a womb for the glory of God to be revealed. Somebody must sacrifice for church to go on. Somebody must be in church when it's not ordinary Sunday. 
Somebody must be walking up to be praying. Somebody must go for evangelism. Somebody must be controlling sound without pay. Somebody must be an estate officer in the church. Somebody must fight for the church when it comes to legal issues. A pastor, somebody within the congregation must become a pastor to carry the burden of the people, to represent the people, to do weddings, to bury people, to name children. Somebody. So if everybody wants to keep his life and not share his life, self-denial is the only reason you will share your life with somebody you don't know from Adam. That is self-denial. And if you want to serve God faithfully, you got to master the act of self-denial. Genesis 13.9. Genesis 13.9. I hope you have been blessed. I, I think we have some 15, 20 minutes to wrap up, but I'm enjoying the teaching. He said, it's not the whole land before thee. Separate thyself, I pray thee. From me, if thou would take the left hand and then I will go. Abraham was trying to sort out a battle between he and his nephew. And when the Lord saw the nice greenish area, he said he loved it. That is what a man who does not walk in self-denial. We, you always want the chief side. You always want the comfortable side, the comfort, the place of comfort, where destiny doesn't manifest, but where destiny is destroyed. If you don't work in self-denial, my beloved, my dear, you may never see the glory on your destiny backskin. When Lord saw, he didn't know that under the vegetation was an emerging town called Sodom and Gomorrah. Self-denial. Numbers 16, 15. Numbers 16, 15. And Moses was very wroth and said unto the Lord, Respect not thou their offering. I have not taken one as from them, neither have I had one of them. Look at Pastor Moses. Self-denier to remain faithful in serving God. To remain faithful. I pray that you, you, you will master the act of self-denial. You don't go for church. You don't go for church prayer meetings. You don't go anywhere. You, you are not part of a debate. You, you, because you are keeping your life to yourself. And Jesus said, he that tries to save his life, he will lose it. Let me go on. Self-denial is necessary to enable us to give up certain legitimate rights. To further the kingdom of God. Legitimate right. Yes, it is your right to have a sound sleep from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. But maybe God will demand that you wake up to pray for someone. You must join a department. God will demand that you wake up and go for evangelism. God will demand that you wake up and go for dawn prayers. God will demand that from work, instead of going home to sleep, it's your legitimate right. You've got to pass through a weekday service. God will demand that your salary is yours, but you have to share it with the church, share it with your family, share it with the poor. Yes, the salary, you end it, but you have to. Self-denial will let you let go legitimate right 
in order for the kingdom, the gospel, to move on. We, we want to do everything for ourselves. But if we want God to be pleased with us, we have to choose the path of self-denial. There are some cars you shouldn't buy at a certain age. Even if, if you are building yourself. Because you may need the money to pay a certain school fees. The, the, the teenage pregnancies and all that, most of them are because of lack of self-denial. The pleasures, the pleasures of the flesh, the lust of the flesh, when you don't walk in self-denial, lust will eat you up, overcome you, and destroy you. When lust sees self-denial, it will pass the other side. Because he sees that this is an impregnable enemy. May God help us to develop and master the act of self-denial. Acts chapter 20, verse 34 to 35. We will never do anything for Jesus. I'm telling you, you can never do anything significant for Jesus if you don't decide to walk in self. Look at the spirit of Easter. It's a message of self-denial. Jesus has not killed anybody. He has never sinned before. He has not killed an ant before. He all throughout his ministry, he was doing good, 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 helping people. Yet, he chose to die for us. Self-denial. Give me the message version of this. Quickly. He said, from 34 to 35, with these bare hands, I took care of my own basic needs and those who work with me. Paul is speaking. In everything I have done, I have demonstrated to you how necessary it is to work on behalf of the weak and not exploit them. Somebody say self-denial. Say self-denial. You will not likely go wrong here if you keep remembering that our master said you are far happier giving than getting. The reason giving has died in your life, the reason you have departed from giving is because you have departed from the place of self-denial. Because you cannot give unless you are ready to deny yourself of what you can get from that money, of, of, from that privilege. You know, a few of such testimonies are being heard where somebody gave a house to a church, gave a land to a church, gave a car to a church, gave something to a pastor, gave something to this, gave something. You know, I know a church, a man gave his property even to the sea, to the church. Big property. Where are the Dorcases? Where are they? Where are the Corneliuses? The Josephs of Arimathea's? Because this generation, we have become too selfish, too self-centered. Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. But look, if the prophetic word concerning this generation, if we will manifest the glory of God, it is a call to self-denial. Yes. It's a call to self-denial. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 12. Korabakatabas. 1 Corinthians 4, 12. He said, and we pick up old jobs anywhere we can to eke out a living. 
when they call us names, we say, God bless you. <laughs> that, you see, if you don't walk in self-denial, you can never live the way Christ wants us to, to live. Self-denial is necessary for us to be able to make sacrifices for the common good of the church of Christ. And listen to me, child of God, the most, the most, the, uh, um, the, the institution that God has the most interest in on earth is not your business. It's not your marriage. It's not your bank account. It is not how you become affluent. And No, it is about his church. So if all your desires, our, our desires and our purposes and our pursuit will not connect to the interests of the kingdom of God, God will distance himself from it. Hallelujah. Self-denial is, the, is necessary so that we can make sacrifices for the kingdom of God. This is not a message that this generation wants to hear. I know somebody just will come and oh, self-denial, Pastor Prince cry, this time COVID, COVID, self-denial. Yes, that is the message of the church. That is the message. That is the beauty. Self-denial is the beauty of the church. Self-denial. When you see Jesus on the cross, it's a message of self-denial. And that is the beauty of the church of Christ. Acts chapter 2, verse 44 to 45. And all the believers lived in a wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. If you don't, if you don't walk in self-denial, that is why you cannot stay in a church. You move from church to church to church to church. You, you, every church is, is full of human beings. And every human being has a liability. Every human being has attitude. Every human being has a mistake. Every human being has a weakness. Every human being has something that is not nice, including you. Including you. Every pastor has something that is not nice. Every leader has something that is not nice. You can call the president names. You may not like him. You may see his weakness and amplify it. But there is a good side of him that others know that maybe you don't know. You can call your pastor names. Eh, this, this, this. But there is something about your pastor that has held the church to a certain point. You can call your, you see, your brothers, he said, and they live wonder, in wonderful harmony, not, not intention. Quarista is not talking to Quarista, this, 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 and then you leave the church because somebody mistakenly said the word and an attitude was as if you are an angel. Watch your Christianity if you cannot stay in the church because of offense. Christ stayed on the cross. When they were insulting him, spitting on him, beating him, when he was ignorant or innocent of the accusation, he stayed there. When they insulted him, he didn't curse them. He said, Father, forgive them. For they don't. He remained on the cross. If you don't walk in self-denial, you'll be hip-hopping from church to church. And that is a very bad sign. One of the signs of unfaithful men and disloyal people is that they cannot stay in one church. Yeah. So ladies, if you are going to marry, check the track record of the guy. If in five years he has been in ten churches, try, run away. He will not be faithful to you. 
Are you here with me? Verse 45. He said, he said, he said, they sold whatever they owned and pooled their resources so that each person's need was met. An example of self-denial. A clear example. Now we have Christians who have big houses and they don't want any fellowships to be started in. Yeah, because we are afraid. We are not ready to sacrifice our comfort. Our comfort for the kingdom of God. There will not be any advancement of the church if no one wants to deny himself. Yes. If we all want to stay in our comfort zone, the church will gradually shrink. Power will disappear from the church. Because everybody will be serving conveniently, not convictingly. Everyone will be serving conveniently. So if the thing fits his or her time, then he can be available. But the Bible said that in the days of his power, there will be many volunteers in the church. And may we see in our generation the days of his power in the mighty name of Jesus. May there be many volunteers in the house of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. And may you choose to be a volunteer for the kingdom's sake in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The church will be empty and poor if we don't deny ourselves. The church will be empty and poor if we don't walk in self-denial. The church will be empty and poor if we don't sacrifice. Self-denial is required in the area of giving. Genesis 22, 12. King James. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know. God knows true givers in the church. For now I know that thou feareth God, and seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me, Giving is a sign of self-denial and it's a sign of the fear of God. So if you fear God, if we fear God, we will walk in self-denial because self-denial is the pathway to pleasing God. Next week I'll be teaching on how to please God. Self-denial is the pathway to please God. Young man, young lady, don't be fooled by the rhythms of this generation. This generation has come to meet products and nobody wants to sacrifice for the next generation. The glory that will be revealed is only birth in the womb of self-denial. If you can deny yourself, if you can use your time well, use your energy well, if you can do the right thing, it's not party, 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 every weekend party. What kind of generation is this? A careless, an adulterous generation, a generation that has no price to pay, a generation that seeks pleasure, party upon party, every weekend, there are some young folks in church, Friday night, they are out. Saturday night, they are out. Sunday night, they are out. What kind of life is this? No wonder, because of self-denial, many marriages are breaking and are not working. 
Because somebody in there is not ready to sacrifice, is not ready to move from his post to the next post. Self-denial is what we need to have unity in our families, in our churches, in our companies. Self-denial. Self-denial. I pray, that you will be a vessel of self-denial. When it is needed most, it will be found in your life. In the name of Jesus. God said, now I know Abraham. I I saw (laughs) skirmishes. I saw signs that you could be a giver. I saw signs that you could be a dedicated giver. I saw signs that you are a man of sacrifice. I've heard news. <laughs> there are many of us, people hear a lot of things about but when they come close to us. Mm. But now God engages Abraham, and at that point, Abraham receives the certification of God. Now I know. That word, that statement can only come out from God's mouth concerning a man who works in self-denial. Now I know. Now I know that you fear me. If God puts you to test, the only reason you will pass is when you decide to walk in self-denial. When Job was tested, he could have taken another path. But he denied himself. He denied his romantic love for his wife and rejected the proposal of the wife. The wife that curse your God, deny your God, disgrace your God, speak ill about your God, and die. It means that any time you speak ill about your God, you die. You lose sight. You lose a certain glory. You lose a certain anointing. Self-denial will keep you in the anoint. That is the secret of self-denial. That is the secret of the blessing. That is the secret where if a seed, Kaduba tires, if a seed must multiply, he must deny itself from being picked from amongst other seeds and changing environment and planting in a hard environment and decide to be there alone. Alone, without the company of other seeds. Without the company of other seeds. You can't fast when it's not church fast. Even the church fast, if they say 30 days, you are on a five-day fast. You have... Oh, rakabato satakaya. Self-denial. Self, you see, if we don't walk in self-denial, the church will be empty and dry. There will not be testimonies. Self-denial is the pathway to wow testimonies. Wow testimonies. I told you about when I finished service and I had the last month's salary. A service person, you have no income anywhere. They've given you a free money for one month. I walked straight from the service secretariat straight to Global Revival Ministry and handed it over to Reverend Ampia Kofi. And I said, God told me to sow. And he made a prayer over my life. I've never remained unemployed. 
self-denial. When Hannah went to Shiloh that year, she denied herself of the comfort of her husband. She rejected herself from the comfort. She denied herself. She denied herself of sleep and went before the altar. Then the priest came and said, ah, Why are you drunk this morning? How? Young lady, beautiful lady, very right. What, what is right? He said, I'm not drunk, sir. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I am, I am pouring my heart to the Lord. I'm pouring my heart to the Lord. I need the son. I need the miracle. And the prophet said, ay, 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 ay. Let the Lord do unto you your heart desire. And that same year, she conceived. And self-denial is the reason people don't pray for long. Now, all in the name of faith prayer. As if long prayer is not faith prayer. Why would I stay long in prayer when I know God will not answer me? <laughs> when you see a man praying in, staying in long hours of prayer, one of the things I want to do now is 24 hours of prayer. I've done 21. I want 24 hours. Shabbat, 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 It means that the man knows what he's getting from God. Why do you think a, a mining company will go on the land and stay there for months? If even a mining company knows that staying there for long to exploit the land, to know what is there. How much more a man who is staying long in prayer? Elijah, there are two examples of prayer. I'm ending with this. I, I, I couldn't finish as usual, but I hope you have been blessed. Elijah had two heavenly interventions in his ministry that affected his generation or affected more people than himself. And each of them involved prayer. And each of the prayer were two different kinds. Are you here? They were two different kinds. The prayer that brought the fire isn't like the prayer that brought the rain. Are you here? Yeah. The prayer that brought the fire wasn't like the prayer that brought the rain. So you can never define prayer. <laughs> you pray, somebody will pray and quote scripture. God will answer. Somebody too will pray and not quote. When Samson was praying, oh God, remember me this for once. Where is the scripture? Why have we tied effective prayer to scripture? It is prayer Effective prayer is not tied to scripture. Effective prayer is tied to the will of God. It's tied to the will of God. It's not tied. You can quote the scripture and it will not make the prayer effective. Because fetish priests can quote scripture. They can quote scripture. Scripture is readable. Flee fornication. Everything that a man doeth. Is there are unbelievers who are more brainy than you. And they'll read this for once, and it's in their head. But today, the Bible says Elijah prayed. He just restored the altars in the first prayer. Because that was the purpose, to separate, to know whether whose God is the most powerful. And every God has an altar. And he had to establish the altar vividly in their presence. 
So that when the fire comes, they will know that it is the God of this altar that answered. So it was something God was using to settle something. Then in the one with the ring, the same man that made the simple prayer, he got, hey, oh, fire in 38 seconds. Boom, fire fell. The same God, the same man, he went on the mountain. He put his head under his head. Fire, baro, shada. Hey, servant, go and see whether the cloud is coming. He came. Oh, master, nothing. No. We did for any, and then they am fat. He baba, he koya, he paya, he ya, he balaba, he alaba, he soya, he ya, paluwa siba. Oh God, he bala. Go and check. We did for Nancy. Oya na etu. We did for Elijah. Nancy, oya na nyetek. He went seven times on the seventh one. The man came. So before, I said, I saw the cloud that the size of the fist of a man. And he said, ah, run. It's time. Let's go. <laughs> Something is about that thing is enough. If you saw this, it's enough. It's enough. It will never come. He had to self-deny. He went to the mountain and stayed there. Stayed in the prayer position. Some prayers can only be said in self-denial. You can never walk with God closely without prayer. And you can never enter into certain depth of prayer without self-denial. I want us to pray a prayer this morning. See, self-denial is a choice. You always have the choice. You can stop, you can be a Christian and be going to disco. God will kill you. You can be a Christian and have multiple girlfriends. God will not kill you. God is not interested in killing you. But you will make yourself vulnerable to the enemy. You can be a Christian and run a lotto kiosk, and run a, a, a brothel, and run a drinking bar and co-scriptures to back it. God will not kill you, but God will judge us all one bit. Yeah. You can be a Christian and be prayerless. God will not kill you. Because you can have a son at, at home who is not good in school, but you can't kill him. <laughs> yes, you can decide to be any kind of Christian. And God will not kill you. But if you want to walk with God to be fruitful, to walk with God, to be spiritually fruitful, you have to learn the act of self-denial. I want you to pray in the next three minutes that, oh God, that, oh God, cause me to walk in self-denial. Release the spirit of self-denial on me. Somebody pray. May the Lord locate you. The spirit, the heart, the desire to deny myself. When the time is due. Thank you, Lord. 
Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you that we have discovered this path of self-denial. We celebrate your word. Father, by your grace and your divine enablement, we shall walk in self-denial. Help us to deny ourselves of pleasures that will not take us anywhere in you. I pray for anyone struggling with the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. I stand with the person and I pray that, Lord, your grace will be made sufficient. Strength will be released. Anybody addicted to fornication but has a good heart to serve you, Lord, I pray that deliverance will be their portion in the name of Jesus. Help your church. Help us to live a godly life, a pleasing life, and a selfless life that will break forth your glory within our lives and within the church. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering, someone. God bless you. Thank you for joining us this morning. You can send an offering with a Momo number on the screen, and the Lord will bless you. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.